0: Hold on. Wait, 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 Jordan, you got to wait a second.
1: Whoa, what? What? what wait a what? second.
0: So, you're telling me it's been, a, been about eight years since we've gotten the original crew of uh, Unnecessary Roughness back together, and you're going to start out the show like that? I think we got to throw it back just one time. Throw it back to All your face. All right.
2: Buddies. Throw it back. Let's throw it back, I, baby. I've gotten so many compliments on Shimmy, but let's do it. Yeah,
0: but it's a throwback today.
2: Oh, oh you're breaking up. There you go. The original, the OG 2 Unnecessary Roughness. It's so good. It's so good. Yo. Thanks for letting me get that out of the way. No problem. Well, regardless, welcome everyone to Dropping the Ball Podcast. I'm Jordan. As you know, Ethan is on board. How's everyone doing today? And of course, we have. The OG, the first one to start a podcast with me nine years <laughs> it's been, it's ago. It's been
0: quite some time.
2: Tommy Clark.
0: <laughs> What's good, up, Tom? feels good to be back. What's up, man? So, you know, saddle. before we before we get into the sports and the fun stuff, I was wondering if, you know, being my first time on the podcast, I could throw it back to the same year that the podcast started and just share a little story. Um, Do it. Now, let me, let me start this off by Jordan. Jordan, if, you know, you were to say, like, what was a big influence on you and to get just basically talking about sports And, you know, maybe the reason you might have wanted to do the podcast and so on and so forth, like who might have been your influences?
2: Well, for me, I mean, listen, I grew up listening to Stern and I love WFAN. I mean, you have to love Mike and the Mad Mad Dog, Dog, Summers, all those guys. And now now you have you had Boomer and Carton, now Boomer and Geo. And these guys are legit. And they were, it was everyday radio, considering I commuted. So that was a big one for me.
0: Exactly. So I'm glad that you brought up Boomer and Carton, because as we all know, when you were younger, you used to commute all the time up to Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Big time. And, and me, like, I was never really a morning guy. You know, I went to college down in Camden. I had that bullshit Philly radio. And um, I think it was An about attic, two right? Yeah, they had the Fanatic (laughs) 97.5 with like Mike Mizanelli or some shit. Nobody cares (laughs) because it's Philly. So, anyway, you and I got that job with uh, True North Emergency Management about the year 2012. Um, You remember that gig, Jordan? Yeah. True North? So you're the one who got me into Carton, uh, Boomer and Carton in the mornings, because we used to get up for that job at like five in the morning. So like listening to Boomer and Carton in the morning was like our kind of our thing before we went out and started the day. So I'll never forget, you and I are parked next to each other in our cars and we start talking about baseball. It's like February, it's February. And and I'm like, oh man, you know what? Like not knowing any better, I should call in you know, Boomer and Carton and I should ask them who's gonna have the better bullpen, the Mets (laughs) or the Braves. So you're sitting there trying to keep a straight face and they're like, you know what, Tommy? Yeah, you should do that. Here, I'll give you a number. i got the number saved on my phone. Knowing all along what you're doing. So I dial in, I talk to Al Dukes. Hey, I'm Tom from Brick. I want to talk, uh, I want to ask, uh, you know, Boomer and Carton about who they think has the better bullpen, the Mets or the Braves. And I get put on hold for probably like 45 minutes. I sit through like three commercial breaks and finally, just finally I get through. And you get this like look on your face, look over here, like Tom from Brick on the air. Uh, (laughs) I'm like, oh, hey guys, like really big fans. Um, I just wanted to know. And I get, I propose a question. And then Carton just pauses. He goes, Tommy, just stop. He goes, just stop right now. And he goes, he goes, are you serious? He's like, you think that you're going to call our show. In February, and we're gonna talk about the Mets and the Braves bullpens. He's like, you gotta be kidding. He's like, is anybody around you right now? And I'm like, I'm joking, like, yeah, my buddy Jordan's next to me. He's like, well, tell Jordan to slap you in the face. Do that for me right now. Slap you. So I'm cracking up, and I play along. Now, now, I I actually jokingly like hit myself in the face a couple of times to the point where like they could hear it. And Craig's like. Oh man, is he really doing it? And meanwhile, I look <laughs> it over at you, and you are cracking up because you do exactly what I was getting myself into. And Craig just roasted me because if
2: you want to call it like that, you better call Evan Robertson. You know, in the midday. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, so the, the, the funny again. part. The funny part about that is. I'm I'm obviously two years older than you and I'm four years old than Ethan and I'm listening to sports radio like this for a long time and you call up and I'm like yeah they'll love that they'll love yeah. that question it's you perfect
0: <laughs> I might as well have been Paul from Maine
2: right, Paul you're on the
0: air okay you want to talk to the guys all right we'll play it yeah. through that was basically that, me that day
2: yeah that was that was perfect
0: so I figured I would open e, up that story because it's one of the best
2: E what's up What's going on guys so go? just to let you guys know out there that are listening this is our first time not being together in the same room listening on or talking on zoom and it's uh it's an exp it's, it's different for sure but it's definitely um something that's different it's something that we could definitely pull off uh that tommy could be involved even though ethan and i live in the same town pretty much that we could get together, but this what definitely what trying to
0: say is I'm a Benny now because I live. You yeah. Know, the you're language, up north, so. up Northwest. Yeah. So,
2: <laughs> but so let's get into things. Let's uh I think we should start off definitely with the national championship. And uh you're this is Tommy's language, alley. Yeah. You are Tom... talking my language. <laughs> Tommy loves college football and we had a game that, I mean, I felt, from the get, from the get, that Alabama Alabama, excuse me, was going to smoke them. I didn't like Ohio State; good defense, but that's about it, in my opinion. Good run game, but Alabama had everything going for them, including the Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith.
0: So, to give you my two cents, you know, coming into the game, um, I thought the biggest thing for Ohio State was going to be the run game, like you mentioned. If the run game showed up, I thought they'd have a chance. If you go back and look at the game against Northwestern, um, all eyes were on Trey Sermon's breakout game. If you didn't see the game, you know, Northwestern has a very good defense. They won their bowl <laughs> game this year. They finished very well, played in the, the big uh, 10 championship. Trey Sermon ran for 330 yards. He broke Ohio State's rushing record. That's crazy, game. phenomenal. Wild. So then he carries that into Clemson, you know, shows up again as an outstanding game rushes for about 120 yards. So I said to myself, all right, like, if this guy can do this against Bama, now Bama's a big time, they'll have a shot. What happens? Trey Sermon has one carry, gets brought to the ground, and basically blows out his shoulder. Yep. And his game is over. So now the game falls in the shoulders of, you know, Master Teague, who's a good running back. However, you know, he wasn't having the type of performances that Trey Sermon was. So
1: He I had any touchdowns as he too.
0: Yeah. So to me, that's where Ohio State was, you know, they were forced to put the ball – in, uh, Justin Turner's hands for the entire game. And I didn't think that's their, their way of winning.
2: You know, um, I did see something that really blew my mind, you know, with Devante Smith having the, the type of year that he's having, um, Najee Harris, right? Najee, Najee Harris. Yeah. Najee. yeah. Yep. Um, having a big year as well. Um, Mac Jones, right. Yeah, Is Jones. looks like he can make some noise in this draft. I mean, he had a fantastic year. He looks like he could be a pro. He one hundred percent. He
0: sure does. He's got a. He has a wonderful
1: touch on his ball, man. I was very impressed. Forty five hundred yards this year. Yeah,
2: that's that's. I mean, Smith 41, was 41, a big
1: forty one touchdowns. Too.
2: Yeah, Smith was a big part of that. But yeah, he yeah, he had to put the ball on the money. You know, he was the Heisman Trophy winner, Smith. But you you have someone that is. Putting that ball in the right spot for this guy, you know, you, he's got to give a nod to his quarterback to say, "Hey, I won the Heisman. It was all me." 100%. But
0: did you guys see the game comparison, in game comparison between uh, Mac Jones and Joe Burrow? Did you happen to see that?
1: Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, yeah. So I, they basically showed the book.
0: statistics. Mac Jones threw through for about the same amount of yards and the same touchdown to interception ratio of five to zero that Joe Burrow did in his national championship game. So, you know, Joe Burrow was all the hype. He got all the attention. He was going to be a number one draft pick. Mac Jones went out and did the same exact thing. And I know Alabama's a stacked team, but I think you have to consider that.
2: Hey Tom, how how do you feel about when these guys get drafted that a lot of it has to do with the talent that they're around them and that and my uh, my follow up to that is that you know, Alabama's had never really had too many quarterbacks that have become great pros, but the talent around them, you know, became yeah. Hall of Famers, big time players. It's
0: certainly a concern. And, and we brought this up, you know, the other day, we were talking about it on the side and you look at a guy like AJ McCarron and a guy like Greg McElroy, and they were really good Alabama quarterbacks, but, mm-hmm. you know, they weren't the most flashy and they really just turned out to be uh, backup QBs in the NFL. However, like looking given the eye test to Mac Jones, I think he's a step above those guys. I think he's in a different league than those guys. I think he had more of ability to carry the team, unlike you know, when those guys were QBs, it was more of a focus on run game and defense. So I think Mac's a legit quarterback. I think he's gonna go one of the maybe three or four best in the draft.
2: I mean, I uh just to piggyback that a little bit is that. You know, I think you look at guys. I mean, Amari Cooper was in Alabama, correct? Oh,
0: yeah.
2: You know, there, there's another guy. And then and we t- we're talking about this also because Tua has been getting a lot of flack from the Dolphin fans that he's not going to take that next stop. They don't believe in him at all. And it, I, you know, another Alabama quarterback who was, is, is it just system? You know, like is it? There has to be yeah. something. That, this team's got seven national championships in the last ten years, or whatever it, it is. Seems
1: very injury prone as well.
2: I think Tua, he's scared.
0: would definitely had his, you know, his fair share of and injuries, like hip as well.
2: surgery or something.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah pretty serious ones. injury.
2: Yep. And it, and you know, it's a tough spot. And I think you, you have to think that sooner or later, like how we were talking about Ohio State quarterbacks, that. They're just they never pan out. Oh, yeah. And you got JT Barrett,
0: Cardo Jones, Troy Smith. It's like all these guys put up um, video game numbers and they're just products of their system. And even looking at the championship game, right? Ohio State's the worst to watch because they get up to the line, they do the clap, and then everyone looks over to the sideline. And basically, the coach calls to play from the sideline. I can't stand that. Yeah, I hate and that. I don't I think why a lot a of them are good pro quarterbacks. They can't beat right. a defense themselves.
1: Fields didn't a game at all. Good. Who did? Justin Fields did not have a good oh.
2: game at all. And if we can start talking – I know, Ethan, in our last podcast, I swore to you that I would not talk Jet stuff. But if, now, but if that is that guy – But
1: we're narrowing it down
2: i know and if that's the guy they to go to at play. two i'm gonna be i'm gonna have a tough time real hey, tough let's, time
0: let's transition you know you guys are both jets fans i would love to hear like let's let's move the coach let's, to the let's side let's for to one second you want to let's to move the the to, yeah let's move, to the, <laughs> let's move the, the coach to the side real quick as jets fans what are you guys what would you want to see happen to improve your team what would you do in the draft or maybe like who would you sign as free agents like yeah, and obviously, Sam Darnold, you know, Darnold, he's the big question. What do you do with him? Is he a part of your future
1: plans? I, I, you could you could go first, Jordan.
2: No, you go first because I have a lot of pent-up uh, like, frustration. <laughs> I
1: like I like uh, Devonta, Devonta Smith, you know, obviously, but we don't know what he's going to be. We don't know what kind of pro he can be. He's obviously a great, you know, college player. He had like over 20 touchdowns this year. But if you're going to go safe and you're going to protect Sam and you're going to keep Sam, then you got to go Sewell from Oregon offensive tackle. That's, that's your guy. Like, you know, he's, he's like second projected for mostly everything. And that's who I, that's who I like. If we're not going to go with Smith, Smith is, Smith is a game changer though. Like he's like, you put him and Denzel Mims together, you're going to have a solid combination of wide receivers, you know, to, you know, start a team around with, give Sam some weapons, but you also want to get that, get that line going but you could, also, so here's my, you could also you can also get a wide receiver later in the first round all, as well. I agree with you. I think they I think if they're not going to go wide receiver at 2 and someone wants a wide receiver at 2, they can trade and maybe get maybe get something out, again another piece to help build the
2: line even more. Right. You right. know, um, my my thing is they have to build a line. They have to get better there. Um, but at what cost? You don't have a running back that you're happy with. You can't protect.
1: They got to spend some money in free agency.
2: Well, they have a ton of money, but they, you know, we're at a point here where, you know, are we going to, are we going to improve this team or is it just going to be bandages? I don't want veteran guys to get these max deals, just like a CJ Mosley right now who sat out last season Back next year these Yeah.
1: D, that he's now did he opt
0: out or did he get? He hurt opted out because of COVID. He opted out because of COVID. I couldn't remember. And then
1: he got hurt yeah. in like the second game, first or second game, the season before, and was out almost the whole year. He came back for like maybe one or two games, I believe, and then that was it.
0: Yeah, that's a tough loss.
1: He was he's good too. Like I'm I'm pumped when he's when he's gonna play. Yeah. Listen, I,
2: I do like um that they have they have. I'm trying to put this the right way. I want them to add an offensive player that they've not had since drafted, at least since probably Keyshawn Johnson. They haven't had an offensive playmaker since Keyshawn Johnson in 19 freaking 98 or 97, maybe even earlier than that. So
0: who's that playmaker in your mind?
2: I would like, I would like to take, I would die on a sword with Smith. And if he doesn't work out, it was the right pick. See, that's well, me, the thing about Let me Buss. ask you this,
0: though, because when when you look Go at ahead. the mock drafts, they're saying Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase is yep, he, one didn't based, based size, he didn't play this year. Based on size, speed, and tangibles, didn't play from LSU. And he was
2: Joe Burrow's wide receiver. One of them, Justin Jefferson one of them. was as well. Now, big, and big-time player.
0: In between, Smith and Jamar Chase, surprisingly, is actually his teammate, uh, Jalen Waddell. So we mm-hmm. didn't see a lot of him because he was injured, but you know, from what everyone says, I mean, he's one of the most athletic players on the field at all time, and that's being said over oh, the guy who just won the Heisman. So, are you do you want the proven guy of Smith, or do you want the guy who's potentially the bigger NFL talent?
1: I see the Rashad Bateman also from Minnesota. Yeah, I think,
2: um, I think for me, the right guy is Smith, and you know what? And I and we talked about uh Chase being the right guy, and I said, Chase. But this kid just won the Heisman Trophy, and that means something. And you know what? If Sam is the quarterback that we we all think he is, and to go off of that, we haven't seen how good Sam is because he hasn't had a freaking team around him. And you know what? It's always, oh, get rid of him. He can't win. So he, He's 23 years old, 24 years old. What no are we talking line. about here? No, A couple middle-of-the-line receivers nobody he's yeah. had garbage zero and i can't i, I can't Barely just throw a away out. a number 3 pick on something i can Ooh. understand if they uh, had if they yeah if they had a superstar wide receiver a big time uh, running back a tight end a line and he stunk if he was uh, oh, get rid uh of right gone but you know what he hasn't had jack squat he hasn't had anybody zero. Like, what are we doing here? Like, how could you rebuild if after two years and mono and, and, Mon- and, 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 <laughs> uh, having his shoulder hurt, you were just throwing him away. Come it was on. For
1: the, it was for the best for him not to play this year. <laughs> Gase.
2: Well, we can talk all day about that, but good riddance. See you later. You know, I'm not, I'm good. I hate to see you go, uh, Mr. Uh, Gase, but we'll see you later. A bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I gotta I tend to agree with you guys on that one, even from the outside looking in. How do you evaluate Sam Darnold when he hasn't had anyone around him? You know, you bring in Le'Veon Bell after being off for a year. He didn't do anything to help the team. They haven't had any legitimate wide receivers. They go out and say, like, oh, here's Jamison Crowder. Come on. You know, that's yeah. not enough. The draft pick, you know, he was hurt for a long time. You don't protect him up front i mean and then you got a coach whose head's up his ass so it's like how can you truly evaluate the kid um yeah he i agree with both you guys
2: here's the thing if if they were to give him guys like i just said and he had good players around them and jamison crowder is a good player i don't hate him i think he's he should be on the team next year with mims yeah. but you know as like a with, slide,
0: guy, right <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah perfect. Nice perfect he'd be the perfect guy and to have a stud rookie wide receiver with mims and crowder i'll sign up for that sign up for it no questions asked let's go let's go but they're the new york freaking jets and they're idiots stupidest team
1: here's the problem though if you pass on smith the dolphins are at three Dolphins are be. and to I don't beat. want to see I, him on the I on dolphins. He's, to to the,
2: he's either going to go to but the Dolphins
1: or he's going to go to the Bengals at five with Burrow.
2: I uh, see. I think Smith is gone before the Bengals pick. Chase, and, I think Chase and Chase, Chase is go to the Bengals. Is he, going Chase to the might Beat the Bengals.
1: That'll be monster. You know, Green's out of, Green's got to be out of there, right? What's what's his, even
2: if he um, isn't? Who cares? Isn't. You know, the if he's not, is. if he's not, he's not. But he's still, you know. He's still a capable wide receiver. He's just not big play A.J. Green anymore. And he always gets hurt. And I don't want to see Justin Fields on this team. Nope. Nope. If that's the I, you heard it here first. I'm a <laughs> diehard Jet fan. I'm out. What
0: if you can get Gone. a first-round first round pick for him? Like late, huh? Let's say late first-round pick, would you do it?
2: If the second first-round pick is Fields? That's fine.
0: No, I'm saying <sighs> if you could trade Sam for a later pick in the first round, you know, and you'd still so be able to get you the, take,
1: you take Turner or um I'd want the receiver rather. First, sorry. I don't want to lose yeah. Sam, man. You hey, already t- have him. You already have him. Wait, what, like, what are we talking about? Like Sam, he is part, part of the rebuild, like rebuild around him. He's 23. Like he's got a lot of years left.
2: Like what oh. other young quarterback that's his age that did they say, nah, you know what? We're not going to build around this guy. He's had nothing, ungod's, nothing around him. <laughs> Zero. I'm all fired up now. This is what you wanted. Perfect. Classic, now let's talk about the classic coach. Classic unnecessary roles. Perfect. Let's talk about
0: the coach. Where do you guys want to go with the coach? What do you think? Now, obviously, well, we know Robert um, Sala. Robert Sala. Sala.
1: But they yeah. let him walk out. They let him. Walk. They let him leave today. They so let, yeah. they They let him since, leave the building without signing him. So they don't think he's correct. going to be the coach. And they think he might be going to Philly.
2: So since okay. the last podcast, a lot has happened in the coaching search because Doug Peterson was fired from the right. Eagles. Yep. And but I heard he
1: might take some time.
2: I also heard he might take some time. So I heard uh, Brian Bellick on the radio today. And he oh, said, right.
0: oh, he said,
2: coach. <laughs> no, no, he's done. No, he, he's said, coming back. he goes, you know, the Jets are the quintessential team that, does the same thing over and expects different results. Different results. Yeah, that's called the definition the, the of insanity. Defini- insanity correct. So hold
0: on. Let me pause you right right there because you make a funny point that I was thinking okay. about is um you know who this Robert sella guy reminds me of? Is actually Todd Bowles, right? A, a younger defensive he's a coordinator. He's got that. that he's got that little bit of a build to yeah. him that he's like a big guy and he's the yeah. defense coordinator. And it, to me, it just seems like a more of the same. Oh, let's bring in another defensive coordinator when our offense hasn't done anything in uh, you know two decades.
2: I just don't want to see. I don't know if I want a defensive coordinator One again. I, I and and listen, they did not hire the right offensive-minded coach. Coach in uh, yeah. Adam Gase, Mister Quarterback Guru. You know, I was forget the him. The day it happened. Oh, we don't have to relive that. You know, but it just seems like that's the
0: way the league's trending as well. Is you need that. Um, innovative offensive coordinator to compete these days. You're not going to get over the top with a D coordinator. There's still a lot of
1: options out there for coach though, you know? So to to piggyback, yeah,
2: I heard he's the um, the chargers coach. Yeah. He's going to, or the chargers are the Texans coach, but to piggyback what I was saying about about, uh, Brian Bellick was that he said a team is nuts to not take Doug Peterson. His teams have gone to the playoffs. He has a winning record. He has a Only Super Bowl. Only one year. What one?
0: Only one winning season. All the other ones were like seven and nine. But he made seasons, the playoffs. And four and eleven. But he, he made, made the, the playoffs. Way. Yeah, he's okay. in the playoffs. That just shows you how bad the NFC East has been.
2: Well, I think a lot of well, I think a lot of it also is the inconsistency of Wentz. You know, you don't have that guy that's going to be your quarterback when he's diving in the end zone, tears his ACL. Then he gets a concussion. And then, you know, guys get hurt. It's a violent game. But, you know, that doesn't – that shouldn't be on the coach. Look who he put in for Wentz last yeah. year.
0: And he did who a good job with the uh, RPO. But yeah. but the thing that bothers me is, like, once that they had that monster defense and once those pieces fell apart a little bit – he kind of, to me, looked like he got exposed, and he wasn't as good of a coach. You know, once he lost a couple of pieces on defense, and it was a one, it wasn't that dominant on one side of the ball anymore.
2: Well, to to follow that up, ever since Frank Reich also left to go coach the Colts, yeah. that team offensively really hasn't been the greatest, especially in Wentz's terms. So,
1: well, it looks yeah, like he's going to stick. Yeah, around, Frank Reich
2: was. was the offensive coordinator this Super Bowl year. Mm-hmm. and uh, he left Wentz. to go to the Colts, huh? Wentz is going
1: to stick around there, too. He's not going anywhere, I don't think. Yeah, you know what? Now that yeah, so
0: he's gone, I, I think that he might I can see Hurts going somewhere. Fighting.
2: I could see him trading Hurts. Nah, I don't think they do it. I personally gonna-
0: wonder if the Doug Peterson removal was – Part of what needed to be done to keep Wentz, in my opinion, that's what it seems like.
1: It was one or the other.
0: Yes, it had to be one or the other because once had straight up said our our relationship is strained and it can't be repaired. So I yeah. think once the ownership realized, well, we don't really want to lose Carson and things are already kind of messed up, you know, let's show Doug the door.
2: Well, the coach is always the first to go. The player doesn't go first. The coach always does. Yeah, I mean, and are at the, the same GM time, too.
0: yeah, and at the same time, you maybe like they thought, all right, well, maybe we could just replace him with Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess they didn't feel too confident about that. And they said, see you coach.
2: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the Eagles is, a. this is going to be a little bit of a soap opera, I think, between them. And just like the Jets, the Chargers, which in my opinion, in a lot of people's opinions, is the most thought after job oh, okay. in the NFL. How could I you mean, not
0: want to coach Trevor Lawrence or Justin Herbert? You're walking yeah. into a great situation. Yeah, the
2: Jaguars
1: yeah. are just waiting for Urban Meyer to take that job. I don't know who they're going to go with otherwise but they were just like waiting for him.
2: I mean, Urban Myers. I mean, I don't, I don't know why he wants to get back in the trenches like that. You know, in the I, NFL, mind just
1: you, cause he's never, he's never coached, never in done NFL, it. So he, yeah. He
0: yeah to, it's interesting. He definitely, you can't, get you can't there. discredit him as a uh, college coach. He was a winner at two. Oh, no So I mean, definitely he definitely knows what he's doing, but can he build a football team the way he, you know, the NFL, the same way as college Who knows.
2: Great question. I mean, it's if you were telling me, hey, you could buy the Jacksonville Jaguars, but Urban Meyer has to be your coach. I'm looking at it saying Trevor Lawrence is going to be my QB. I have a I have a ton of money. And, James Robinson
1: started running back. Yeah, and then right. I
2: have Urban Meyer. OK, I'll buy him on of draft picks and money. Yep. And that's what you want. If you're going to be a not for nothing, it's actually the perfect team for him to go to nobody else he's that's the perfect team it's, maybe it's, it's the chargers he's
1: building the team
2: right the way he wants it and that's yeah. you can't ask for anything more if you're going to be a college a, a pot, if he's not a hall of fame coach which he probably is hall of fame college coach come to the nfl now but then he could be like nick saban get his ass kicked for uh miami and then be like yeah i'm gonna to go to alabama now
0: <laughs> yeah i mean I a of six coaches, national championships should-
2: Chip yeah, Kelly, seven.
0: you know, Nick Saban, Chip Kelly, some of these guys don't work out. Bill O'Brien, I don't think he's Chip that. Chip Kelly was the worst. Um,
1: Two teams, teams too, worst. right. Did Jimmy yeah, Tressel
0: ever? Jimmy Trestle, did he coach the Colts or is he just made um like I don't think so. He was just the president of
2: Yeah, he wasn't the coach cuz the last few coaches they had, they had that would Pagano. Have been, that would have been yeah, they it. had Dungy, you know, they don't they didn't have anybody else that at least they didn't have Trestle, at least. I think Jim Trestle was with the Jets for a little bit, Maybe, if memory no, serves. He might have been right. like an advisor. What? Yeah. Oh, you're looking up. Okay, but you know <laughs>
0: sweater vest. Can't forget.
2: <laughs> he got in trouble. That was he was in trouble with the Ohio State with the Ohio sc- State. It, right. He was a consultant Scandal, yeah. for
1: the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. He was a consultant. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Only for like one year too.
0: Probably. probably he
2: Probably had a yeah. Ohio yeah State. Whatever. Okay, don't want I'm to speculate. I
0: want to, to, to go back real quick. I know when we're jumping around, but man, I just want to uh, shout cares? out um, Steve Sarkeesian, the job that he did in that Bama game. Oh, unbelievable. unbelievable! Fantastic. And, you know, I don't know if you know that Called guy's history offense. a little bit, but he coached at Washington, he coached at USC, he was a coordinator mm-hmm, cool. for the Falcons, had some drug and alcohol issues. Bama gives him another chance. He gets his life together, and uh, now he's taking a job at Texas, and you know. Back in the day, you know Vince Young era, so on and so forth with Mac Brown, they used to be a phenomenal program, and I think he's going to be able to turn it around. So Vince, definitely something to favorite. look for next three or four years. Texas getting back
2: on the map. Now Nick Saban has done that for a few coaches that yes. he he took yes. them Lane in Kiffin. and he, Lane, Lane Kiffin, Kiffin and he turned them around. He's Just that's that's awesome. He's got to be. I yeah. hope he's cool.
1: Yeah, he was almost it. about he was about to give Adam Gase a job before Bill O'Brien took the offensive coordinator. <laughs> oh, job. Did oh, did Bill O'Brien? Oh, Bill O'Brien took it. I'm pretty sure.
2: I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. Well, Bill O'Brien, yeah. the the Belichick Saban uh connection is with that. So I could see oh uh Bill O'Brien going to Alabama, restarting.
0: Here's a, hey, here's another thing I wanted to ask you guys, going back to the Jets coaches. Sure. What if you were able to pry away Josh McDaniel from the Pats? Because as we all know, The the Pats are depleted. Their talent is not what it used to be, you know. And we were told like he's he's gonna have the keys to take over New England. But knowing that they don't really have anyone, do you think you could pry him away, or would you want him?
2: E, I'll take this one. Been there, done that. Eric Mangini. Period. Stop. No, no,
0: (laughs) don't want it. I don't want anything
2: with Belichick
0: so what do you think about Joe Judge ja- doing with uh, the Giants? You don't think they're heading in the right direction? I think Belichick
2: he's an likes the coach. Giants. He's
1: a great yeah. coach,
2: I think. Yeah. Belichick Judge likes the Giants. Coach. He hates the Jets. Oh, oh I That's, see. That's ah, why. He this wouldn't team. he wouldn't say, hey Joe, also, yeah, go he to do do the, the Jets. Jets
0: caveat. I love yeah. it. He hates them. He hates fans and your Oh, season.
2: Terrible. Curse.
1: No, I don't feel that way. <laughs> Cursed. Now Judge <laughs> is an excellent coach. He,
2: I heard him on the band. He's going to be. I heard him on the band the other day and He's good. He's going to keep getting better. He's a solid, solid coach. And he knows what he's doing. He's a leader. You know, and these guys play hard for him. That's all there is to it.
0: I give him a lot of credit. Excellent move bringing in uh, Jason Garrett, in my opinion. You know, you bring in. He
1: could could be somewhere, too.
0: You bring in a guy who was a head coach for about a decade with the Dallas Cowboys. You know, obviously, he didn't win the big picture, but he had a lot of success. And then, you know, as a first-year head coach, you have a guy like that next to you. I mean, that's a great resource. That was a great move, in my opinion. It could also
1: be a little scary, though, too, because they could just be like, "Get out of here!" Potentially and we'll with
2: this guy, I mean, but yeah, that doesn't happen but, often,
1: though. But I think that, that guy on not that soon. You know,
2: command, Garrett could be out. Yeah, Garrett. Can be out. Hurts. Garrett will be a head coach well, somewhere. You
0: know I was—we were saying this earlier. There's so many head coaching vacancies. There's a very good possibility he could get in their
1: shot. Jags, Chargers, Jets, Falcons, Lions, Lions Texans. I mean, there's so many.
2: What's is that even? A, that might be like almost a quarter of the league. He well, was going to third. Yeah, eight, eight yeah, that's available. Of,
1: eight of thirty-two or something. Robert right? Sala's quarter, the main yeah, one. Yeah, Eric Bar- Bame, Joe Brady.
2: I think Bayme's uh, a pipe dream. It ain't happening.
1: Eber, Eberflus. I don't even know who that is.
2: He's the defensive coordinator from Indianapolis. <laughs> there, and that's see. This is where I'm getting to. Ray I understand. Roman, I understand. Quarterback. Uh, excuse me, offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators have to get chances to become NFL coaches. But you know what? How many times are the Jets going to do this? And it never works out. Yeah. Go sign the big coach. Who was the last big accomplished coach that we had? I'll tell you who it was. Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells. Yeah, Bill That's Bill it. Parcells. Okay. Ledger. Every other coach has been well, a
0: test. Uh, Rex, Rex, uh, maybe a little no, bit.
2: Rex was a coordinator and, Re- okay, and uh, listen, Rex gets a lot of crap from jet fans. I would and, let him be the uh, defensive coordinator. He went to two I, I think he's done. Though, didn't he? He went to two straight. Yeah. That's, with Mark I mean, Sanchez. He, he didn't win it, but he, he did a job. Oh, well, job. Oh, well. Job. gave me two seasons that I was no, actually really? like, wow, they might do this thing. Yeah.
0: I mean, so you can ask for is to at least get that close. It's not for, easy to win a Super
2: Bowl. Oh, oh, oh. Listen, not for nothing. It would stink. But if you gave me the Jets, being like the Pittsburgh Steelers, a competitive team every year that all 16, 17 weeks, I'm sitting here going, okay, if we're in the playoffs, get in the playoffs. Exactly. I'll take it. Shit. I mean, excuse the language. But I'll take it because I'm I I don't I'm done. I'm sick of this losing. They're yeah. terrible. All right, so from ownership who, to the bottom. So who do to you The want? guy that sweeps the floor.
1: Who do you want to be the coach? Out of all the guys that are being named and interviewed,
2: who do you want? Doug Peterson. Get I, the hell out of here. Right? I want Doug Peterson. Yeah. All right. I well, listen, got experience?
1: I I would say Doug Peterson and Robert Sala tied for me. I I, I just I, want, I think Sal is like a. He's like the he's like a few one of those future coaches that's going to be a coach for a long time. Like I've we've like, gone down this a defensive coordinator on
2: in the last few we, days, and I really like him. We've done the defensive coordinator think, route. No, but
1: I think he's going to do like the Andy Reid opposite. Like he's just going to give some guy, like he's going to be like, all right, here's the offense. I'm not even paying attention to when you're on the field because I'm just going to be talking to the defense on the sideline like the whole time. Like that's how he's okay. Like, but that was like Eric Mangini. Yeah, but that's different. That, <laughs> that's that what I'm saying, ago. man. That's a long give time me... ago. God all right fine
0: i don't hate the idea i honestly if i was in your position i'd probably want a head coach who i know is not completely incompetent and i think peterson can at least come in exactly and and that's that's why i'd
2: probably go with him i think that's i think this difference is is that peterson's gonna come with a stigma he's a super bowl winning coach correct which we haven't had since bill parcells
1: three out of five years that, right with the team for five years three out of the five years he, he
2: has playoffs. a record he's not just a when coordinator a he wasn't just under andy he was, Reed. He was his offensive coordinator for a bit i like I to also it. change the subject real quick because we're talking football with the playoffs playoffs i it i I,
1: yeah, we got, I got a plan for that i got a plan okay for that. i like let's start let's it because i'm it. I'm, well, I'm fired well, up on I want, it. I want well i wanted to get tom's opinion on uh on uh, Dallas' new defensive coordinator and how he feels because he's a big Dallas. All right, this the last I, about coaches because I want to move on to players. And, then, and then what, one other small thing that sure. Tom and I talked about before after he talks about Dan Quinn. Uh, you may have lost me on that, but anyway, um, I'll keep it short and
0: simple. I mean, okay. the Dallas defense was atrocious, and I'm saying mm-hmm. historically bad. The numbers were terrible, and Mike Nolan didn't get the job done, and he was McCarthy's boy. He brought him in, and clearly whatever system he's running is outdated, so... You know, Tan Quinn. You take a guy who was a head coach, yeah, and you, know, now you put him, uh, yeah, and you put him into a coordinator role where he's going to be focused mainly on the defense. Um, has he been great the last couple of years? You know, eh, whatever. 30. But it's definitely, an, it's, it's. All I can say is it's an improvement, and I'll take it at this point. I think I'm I glad it.
1: I think he's coaching for something, so I think he's yeah. gonna. Yeah, he might
0: be coaching be. towards his next job, and he's and, able to focus on just the defense. And like I said you go from a historically bad defense, like we can only get better at least. Yep. So that hopefully that's Correct. positive. I'm Correct. fine with it. You know, give me, bring me back Dak. And that's what I really need for success. Yeah. Realistically. Oh yes. 100%. So, the receiving core is blind, ridiculous. You know? We had a lot of injuries just like everybody else, no excuses, but it'd be nice to have um, Collins back Smith back on the line, Nick Martin and Dak under center. There's three linemen and a quarterback that makes a little difference. Keep the, you know, blanking defense off the field that's all indeed
1: indeed so uh, and then, wait wait jordan then i just oh, want to bring okay. up that uh brian schottenheimer left the seattle seahawks as their offensive coordinator and now it like, kind of like makes sense why their offense wasn't really like falling together this year like at, like the second half of the year like, for the amount of talent
2: they hold also
1: like shot like it makes sense now like with all those years of like hardship like i'm watching their offense now and noticing like the brian schottenheimer offense is like it just doesn't work like What's going on? Like, what were they thinking hiring the studio? Another thing that um, a lot of people are bringing up is, like,
0: once they paid Russell Wilson, they they tied up so much money that it's hard to really, like, keep that core defense intact and then keep, like, the offensive line intact. So they basically forced Russell Wilson to be Superman as well. And, yeah, he's got the receivers, but defensively and offensive line, I mean, you don't have as many resources anymore.
2: Well, you know, that's the whole thing with building a team in the NFL now is that you draft that quarterback – hopefully he turns out to be the stud that you want him to be. And you don't have to pay him for four years.
0: Hey, and you make a great point because that's probably why the chiefs were as good as they were. Right. They found a super superstar quarterback and they have him on a rookie contract and they just surrounded them with as much talent as they could, you know, and look what happened. It's, they have a fantastic team. They have a phenomenal team, but down the line, when they have all that money committed to Mahomes, it's going to be hard to strike success again. Really? In my opinion. The way
2: that, the way that team has drafted, they've Obviously, created yeah, a lot of talent. Yeah. A lot of talent. And they, if they play their their cards, right, they'll be good. And Mahomes will be good. As long as he stays healthy. That's all there is to it. He's yeah. unreal.
0: Get something special.
2: Yeah. All right. So just to go, uh, let's lead into the playoffs. Cause we got some, Big, big, big games this
1: weekend. A, I went to DraftKings, and I got the current uh, spreads, spreads and over-unders for the games. Uh, so,
2: Ethan, so. before you go on, we only got one game wrong last week. We picked each game so, right so, except no. for the Seattle game. Correct. We picked every game right. Yeah, so you said the Browns, right? We, we did. We said the Browns. We liked the Browns. We didn't think they would win, but we said we liked the Browns.
1: And, and we were talking about how we thought that Colts game was going to be close. Also like, like and
2: it, and it was quarter and it was ended yep. up being a really good game. So we'll start off real quick with uh, the Packers and the Rams. Packer now games. Rams upset Seattle with a broken thumb or a surgically repaired thumb of Jared Goff. And uh, uh, the defense won that game because Russell Wilson was irrelevant along with DK. Um, do you think you're getting that same Rams defense this week against Aaron Rodgers and that super powered offense?
1: I think you are definitely going to get the Packers going strong this week, especially at Lambeau, not playing in L.A. You know the Rams are play, you're just used to playing in that dome or great warm point. weather. You know they're going. To, oh yeah, and no, no, sound though. You know, no. Or there's, there's yeah, there, there's, but that cold like, man. The spread, the spread is, uh, it's Packers are favored minus six and a half. Yep. Yeah. 45 and a half is the over under. What do you think? I'll hang I on. like
2: the Packers at minus six and a half. I don't think, I don't think the Rams have enough to keep up with the offense. And I don't think, well, you know what? I'm underestimating the Rams because they got Aaron Donald. They're in the Super Bowl two years ago. Jalen Ramsey. You know, they got, they got a good defense. And yeah, the you Packers. I think
0: you made a good point, Jalen Ramsey. He locks down Devontae um, Adams, maybe, and that
1: could be a game changer. And I think the got ribs, ribs, uh, a rib problem. Someone has a rib problem. Is it Donald or is it?
2: I think the uh, the X factor though for the Packers is their running back, and that is Aaron Jones, and he is a beast. Donald with the rib well, problem.
0: This uh, AJ Dillon kid's been pretty good too. Who's a uh, big, bigger, stronger back? They said he I, can run the ball well.
2: To be honest with you, the Packers do an excellent job in filling in the holes when there's injuries. Now, I don't know if that's a lot of it it has to do with Aaron Rodgers being – Scantlin. Yeah. Uh, Except
0: for when he drops the ball in a uh, wide-open 60-yard pass.
2: Yeah. Which is – but I think you see the Packers win this game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has had too good of a year to not win this game. And uh, I like them. Minus six and a half.
1: Yeah, maybe a touchdown, maybe like – Anywhere from like four to seven points, I think the win by Tommy, what do you think?
0: I'm right there with you guys. I like the Packers. I like them at Lambeau. They're coming off a bye week You know, the Rams are a little beat up, um, but I think it might be a little closer. I'm saying a you know, three to five point game as opposed to the six and a half. I'm, I'll call okay. it a little tighter, but you know, being at home with the bye, I got to give it to Aaron Rodgers. He gets the ball out quick and they've been pretty solid this year.
1: All right. The Next game team? I got wait, here. Wait, what about the over under? What's the over 45 45 and a
0: half and a half. I'll take the over. I think they're going to score Mm -hmm. two high powered offenses
2: to quote Barstool. You know, you're it's uh, you never too old uh, to bet the over or never bet the over or something, something like that. I forget it was. I forgot what it was. Totally. I totally went in a different direction. What I wanted to do.
0: (laughs) I'll say this. If anybody's listening and taking my bet advice, I mean, you're, you're really in a hard place. Yeah,
2: exactly. (laughs) Ethan and I could be in that same boat as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the next game I saw was the Ravens and the Bills. Now, we have a Bills home game. Bills Mafia in the house. Minus two and, and we half got their favorite. Minus two and a half. The Bills. That uh, Josh Allen is turning into a superstar. Monster. And the Bills, who their GM should be executive of the year for bringing in digs created a, a, a combination that can be for the next five to seven years. Yeah. He did exactly ridiculous. what the Jets need to do for Sam yep.
0: is put tools around him. Yep. However, and it's the, not <laughs> straight from
1: the point.
2: Yeah. Don't, enough with the Jets. I don't even want to talk about them. Two, yeah, we're, the I family. think we're going to go on. Oh,
1: Beasley. Nice offense with that Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. Beasley. They're had great. He had like lead led the league in like yards from the slot. I believe this year. Hey man, he's always been reliable. Ex
0: Cowboys. He was, great, Cowboys. In he was yeah. great in Dallas. They yep. he wanted a lot of money and Dallas was like, dude, like we'd love to pay you, but that's a lot of money for a slot man. And we just paid yeah. Marty Cooper and uh only twenty
1: Diggs is only twenty seven.
0: So, um I'll wow. actually I'm gonna take the upset in this one. You know, it's the battle of the superstars stars and Josh yeah. Allen and Lamar Jackson. They're favorite. Um Well same draft. I Buffalo's favorite.
1: Buffalo's favorite. Yeah.
0: I'll take the Ravens just because I'm gonna say that Lamar Jackson is too difficult to stop. And he's starting to turn um, it on. I hope the Bills prove me wrong, but you know, I'm gonna take that as my one underdog of the week.
2: It's good underdog. I mean, you know, the next round game would definitely be interesting with either one of these teams, but to jump ahead on the next on the other AFC game, that's the Chiefs and the Browns.
0: 10 points complete upset
2: yeah 10 points, 10 points uh complete upset ordered. for the browns last week against the steelers uh hey uh, uncle brian sorry about the steelers i know you'll be listening to this <laughs> this little shout out but uh the browns are not a bad team
0: yeah i mean it's really just, that was just an upset on paper this poor steelers have been reeling ever since they hit 11 and zero. you know yeah, well, the
2: injuries.
1: We were also up. talking about it last week. Is this going to be Big Ben's last, like, was a song? But, like, you we were saying if, it, if he goes to the Super Bowl last week, it, he, he might be he, done. But now, like, yeah. you were looking at him on the sidelines, and after that first time, you're like, yo, he should be. He, I think he's done.
0: I think he's, what, got one year left on his contract, and it's like 42 million? 40 so. million. Eh. Like, why not go <laughs> back? Yeah, know that million, I'll be back. I might,
1: I might be around for one more year. I'm coming back. Make me the backup. Make me the backup. Yeah.
2: 40 million to sit the bench. All right.
1: they'll probably
2: do something else with them before that. But the Browns are playing the Chiefs. And they are playing Patrick Mahomes, who is arguably the best quarterback in football. And that team is high-powered, hasn't played a game, a real game, I will say, in two weeks because Mahomes didn't play week 17 and then they had the bye week list. Now, you have the Browns coming on – yeah. Very, you know, consistent right, playing and right
0: momentum. Yeah.
2: I, I don't know. I don't know if they lose by 10 points here. I think this is a close game. If their okay. defense could play, if their defense shows up, you got a game.
1: I think they could be within a touchdown. Oh, yeah.
0: I'll give you that. I yeah, think I'm, I'm right there with both you guys. I think it's definitely they cover the spread and, um, and the under. I'll take the under 57, the 57 points a lot. If the, the defense can hang, then it'll be a ball game. You know what? I don't think I don't see the Chiefs rolling over them or steamrolling them. I should say.
2: Yeah, I, I I would agree. I would take the Browns plus ten and fifty seven points is a lot for the NFL. So I would go the under as well. I don't know about you guys on that one. I'll go under. Yeah, I'll take yeah. the under on that. All right, we should write these down because. No, yeah, for I mean, the next. <laughs> listen, listen
1: back. Listen back. We'll listen
2: back. Listen back. Yeah, um, and then the they last get, game. Get the papers. They get the papers. <laughs> is uh the, is the Bucks and the Saints game of the Saints week, home game. game of the week, game? Okay. Of, is it? Oh, Brady
1: versus Breeze? Yeah, I think so, but, man. It's really? the greatest quarterbacks of all no, time going up against. I each agree. Each. It's no, in they're a playoff game.
2: Matchups. They're all but matchups, so. They the
1: NFC Championship.
2: Okay, they played two times this year. And the breeze smoked them both times. Spanked Brady's ass.
1: Well, he's coming off that injury though now. Brady Brady has the weapons though. I think they, they, they might take him this time. He's got
2: the tight ends. He's, he's, he's got, got the receivers. He he's got he the running
0: backs.
1: Okay. He's got
2: I don't know. I don't know any of their names, but <laughs> he's got them all. <laughs> Mike Evans. Yeah. Godwin. Healthy Holmes too. Brown. Yep. Yep. I uh, mean. For but let's not forget, the Saints have a high powered offense. Yeah. And Michael Thomas has been out Kamara. for a bit,
0: so that's going to help. Kamara you got a-
2: Played a great game last week. I think. Breeze is healthier than he was the last two
0: weeks, so he's progressing. He's going to be better. Yeah.
2: I think this will be whoever has the better defense will be the team that shows up. There might be no and- defense in this game. <laughs> yeah, but both, both defenses both- are very
1: good. <laughs> Let i score, baby. Oh, yeah. They could they could both be good, but you, know, now, you that being Brady said, and Breeze out there the- might be a shootout.
0: What's that under over?
1: 51 and a half. 51 and a half. Over all that.
0: Let's right, go. Yeah. I'll take uh, it. I'm ah. going with that over.
2: Okay, I'm going to be the uh the opposite. I like the under. I think their def I think both defenses I think you're looking at the turf. turf in the I dome. get it. I, I understand. A 34, Make 31,
1: conditions. like 65, 65 points at least. All right.
2: I like See, that. I look at that game, not for nothing, and I look at that game, and I look at the Browns-Chiefs game. That's 57 points over under, and this game's 51 and a half. That's a lot, you know, six points, six and a half points. If my math I is correct, I would take carry Browns, the one. I think
1: I would take Browns and KC at 51 and a half. I think they're going to be right around that area.
2: That's why, yeah. I like the under, 51 and a half. The defenses well, who, are good. Who are you taking? It's minus yeah, Let's talk minus money three. line.
0: Let's talk Saints. money line straight Saints. up. Who do you got?
1: It's minus 3, so let's say that's that's almost like a money line right there.
0: So Unless you I, really I, think it's going to be a one-point game, but nah. who else thinking that?
1: So think it would be at least 3 or 3 or 7.
2: My my mind says don't not take Brady. Don't but
1: take or is the Yeah, but the NFL might get the saints
2: again yeah a few i like the saints already. i'm taking like, the saints i think i like the saints as well and i also like the saints minus three I'm if that rate of a brady man I'm gonna i understand be
0: i'm gonna be cliche and i'm gonna be that guy and say don't bet against brady at least Fine. this week That's that's this the week? feeling i got don't bet against brady
2: don't bet against brady and i mean packers, listen
1: and then packers beat brady to go to the super bowl all right,
2: well, and we'll what do you think, Yo, Packers, Packers Chiefs? Chiefs? Packers Yo, Chiefs. dude. Sign I'll take Packers, me Chiefs. Up.
1: I'll take Packers, Ravens. Eh,
2: yeah. eh. I'd rather see the Bills and the Packers.
1: It'll be wild. It'll be out of control. Yo, if the Bills crazy. go to the Super Bowl. It'll Yo, it's Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia, I, dude. Fire tables. On. Let's you go. You guys, <laughs> do you guys have a
0: bandwagon team, or is it pretty evident
1: that it's the Bills? Um, like I'm not like going for the Bills. Teams, I'm not rooting you have for the like Bills. No, nah, definitely nah. not the Bills. I, I'd, say the Browns, I'd say the Browns for me. The Jet fan in oh, yeah. me
2: won't let me root for yeah. the Bills. Yeah, But I if you ask I, me... I
1: and also, it's been a while since the Packers have won one, so I guess I'll root yeah, for them if they, they get in one. Aaron Rodgers needs one, another champion. Yeah, he got, got one 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, a long time ago, Tommy. Who cares? He hasn't even been in one in a long time.
2: And also, I'd like to see Devontae Adams win one, because he is... He's the best wide receiver in football. I don't care what anybody says. He, yeah, he is top remarkable. Top he's pretty damn good, yeah. Hey, Who's Adams better? Seasons. I mean, yeah, Michael Thomas fine. is better, but, but he was hurt. hurt all year. Yeah, he was hurt all year. Guy would Adams know because he was on the fantasy always,
1: team. Adams always gets hurt too, though. Uh, I
2: don't know. That's a tight end Well at, Well, all right. He might get hurt all the time, but he was healthy pretty much the whole year this year, and he was probably the best wide receiver. According to Madden, he's got his 99 now. So oh, okay. <laughs> that's big <laughs> um, That's big numbers.
0: I can't believe I'm, I'm blanking on his name, but the Chiefs wide receiver, fastest man in the world. Oh, Tariq Hill. Tariq Hill. Yeah, Cheetah He's right up there with him. One but name, you think... Um,
2: Thomas. Let me ask you this. Do you think that Tariq Hill's speed, though, is what makes him different? Like, yes. if, he, <laughs> if he was... Well, no. Uh, hear me out a second. Sorry, I didn't describe that the right way. If... He wasn't that fast, you know, that he could just fly down the field and, you know, Mahomes could just chuck it and he's getting it. Yeah, no, if it wasn't – He's probably not as good as those other guys that we need. If we're looking
0: at hands, if we're looking at route, running, physicality, not at all. He's just – he's a speed man, but he's damn good at that aspect of the game. So, that's why, you know, you got to give him that nod.
2: No, and he gets it. He's a top three, if not top two. You You could argue Adams, Thomas, and Hill all day. That's hell. You could put Kelsey in that in that number because Travis Kelsey had a ridiculous
0: year. He's lining up as a receiver all the time. He's,
2: you know what? Ethan and I were talking about this the other day. That Kelsey is probably when it's all said and done, if he continues what he's doing, he's the best tight end of all time.
0: He's on the path for it, yeah.
2: Because Tony Gonzalez is the best of all time, and he never got a ring though. Never got a ring. One game away. And, you know, it didn't change anything. He's still a Hall of Fame tight end, arguably best ever. But Kelsey is on that train to be legit number one, especially if they win another Super Bowl.
0: The catches and receiving yards, that's the only thing you're measuring greatest tight end on?
2: Well, oh, you want the guy, to bring up blocking? The
0: in, yeah, Jason Witten. What about the guy in the trenches, you know, put the big uh, blocks up there?
2: Well, yeah, but Jason well, Jason Witten's, you know, catching and and yards after the catch were ridiculous. Yeah, no, he was phenomenal. Him and uh, I mean
0: two, him two, and tight ends of all time, Dallas Clark and Jason Witten. They blocked, they caught, they did it all. All um, right, so so I, with my yeah. so with
1: my picks for this week, I'm I'm making a bet right now. Two I have two dollars and fifty cents <laughs> in my DraftKings. So I'm, <laughs> I'm making the bet for everything that we just said, an eight right. a parlay with the spreads and the over under do it $5, $5. $2 and 50 cents.
2: And how much, what's the payout? $414.
1: Well, I
2: hope and you're picking down down how many Eight. So what do you have to pick? You're picking. So I, I'll read, I'll read
1: it down real quick. Okay. Uh, Rams plus six and a half mm-hmm. over on uh, over 45 and a half. Mm-hmm. Baltimore Ravens plus two and a half over 50. Cleveland plus 10. These are all underdogs. <laughs> under sit 57 and then this I picked the Saints as the favorite and the over in that game. I mean, so the only under the, I took was
2: was the Cleveland and the Chiefs. So here's the thing, with the with the teams that are yeah, with the teams that are uh, not favorite, you know, they're normally these playoff games are normally always relatively close unless you're the Redskins Bucks game, which still was a pretty close game. But, yeah. you know, they, they're close games. So taking that underdog is not something that's especially with the spread is not out of the question it's something you know you it's not it's worth the shot especially if the teams are not you know uh the redskins upsetting the bucks and then playing the saints you know you're it's a big difference i just think yeah i don't know
0: all right i hope i don't regret this but you guys want to do the big wrap-up with your uh your big trade today
2: we got it. tom you have All to right. talk first off let's, before let's we go on with that i just want to before we talk about that trade the the hours that went on in the world with that trade that went on and then trump got impeached <laughs> it was like a cluster of the sports world and the political world going on fire <laughs> this
0: is the second time trump's trying to get yeah in right, right right, right. <laughs> it's bigger at
2: this point <laughs> the trade probably was because twitter was blowing yeah, right. up People see so. like
0: Trump's being impeached. or like, keep scrolling. I've seen this stuff before.
1: <laughs>
2: Ethan, what was the trade?
1: It was James Harden went to the Brooklyn Nets. And then you have uh, Levert. He, uh, he went to Houston, but then was like quickly traded to Indiana right after for <laughs> Olin Depot, which is insane. because Which is insane. Yeah, him and Wall together. He was coming like, off a giant injury. Yeah. So that, that, that oh, happened.
0: I'm, I'm sorry. I can't, where's wall now? I can't even remember. Wall is in Houston. Wall's on Houston for oh, Western. That's right. Oh, right.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: And then. Josh Allen.
1: Josh Allen got sent to Cleveland. Right. And then Houston got like three first round draft picks, like unprotected, like for the next oh, like, wow. seven years. It's like, well, every, okay. You can't do it consecutive years. So it's like 20, it's like 22, 24 and 26 or 20, you know, something like that.
2: They get their so, first round picks unprotected so shout out no after number one so shout out to billy doyle bringing up a very good point oh boy. in the group chat about prokhorov who was the owner of the nets a few years ago making a big trade trying to make a big splash when they moved to brooklyn from jersey that they got kg paul pierce and they traded the farm they traded i think three and a half year or three four years of first round draft picks And people are trying to compare this, where I think Paul Pierce and KG at that time were finished, were close to it. But now you have, uh uh-oh, who are you calling? He's not going to answer. Anyway, so you have KG and Paul Pierce who were finished. Now you're getting James Harden, superstar, top five player in the NBA. You're on the podcast.
0: Uh We want to hear your take on the, uh, the big trade today.
2: Billy Doyle calling in from uh, Chesterfield. So you are talking to a man who has no cable. Remember,
1: <laughs> so, uh, it's all kind of like a Yahoo search, quick uh, first take. You know, Stephen A. Smith. Uh, you know, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? Little snippets, kind of thing. Um, but I think, as a basketball fan, which I I, I could say I am, it's uh, it's fun. It's it, it, it's definitely fun. It makes me. It uh, makes me want to go look, you know, look up stuff. Makes me want to check check it out.
0: Um, are you ever going to get to the keeps, point? Keep, keeps me interested. Yeah. So
2: basically, <laughs> I don't know. He's
0: nervous. We're, we're I mean, gonna I have, really have to like, cut oh, off this <laughs> caller. First time, long time. <laughs> First uh, time, long
1: time. <laughs> you know, at, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm happy about it. it. It's cool. It's probably. It's more like, uh, like, uh, you, got, you got three like, of the. Uh, you got three of the. the burger, three of the best players on the planet. In the end, like you know, the Nips are going to pay for it in the end. Um, uh, but you know, they're, they're chowing down on that greasy triple decker right now. Um, uh, so <laughs> that's pretty much it. That's my take. They're probably going to shoot themselves in
0: the foot. Why do you say uh, that? Because well, of the, the trade? Oh, they're
1: just giving up
2: a lot. Hey, hey, hey Bill. It seems, it seems like. I'll ask him something if you like. So, so I asked Bill if. It seems like Irving and Harden, oh, uh, both have their, uh. He's gonna keep talking now. You know, you know, they're, they're both kind
0: of head cases a little bit. That's um, a fair point. They definitely ask, both come with baggage. Hold on, Jordan's well, gonna ask you a question. I'm gonna bring it. I'm
2: gonna put it through. Ask Billy minutes. if he For thinks Durant if they win. Uh, Played with Harden, and then so did
1: Harden with Westbrook too, and Westbrook and Harden didn't work out. So ask him.
2: See how Harden and um, you know Durant work out. Ask him if he feels that if they win two championships, okay. how, how is that enough?
0: jordan wants to know if they win two championships do you feel like that's enough after this trade haul? oh yeah i, think I would one, think yeah even one i agree with bill one okay is enough, right? so
2: then it's worth it's
0: it yes yeah, it's, it's worth it then
2: that's it four that's years bro- of
0: picks not to win one but it's that's not a bad trade the gamble
2: it's not a bad trade think? Then are new jersey net fans brooklyn net fans yes they probably are right they are jordan Where's says it? they they are Okay. We know we, we know several. Like I
1: feel like example. I feel like some people might have jumped to another Hughes, team Georgia's as
2: well. Way back
1: in the day. All right, Billy. <laughs> all right, Billy, thank you for the on. call. We'll have you again in <laughs> soon.
2: <laughs> we'll get your thank mic. You, you. All right. We'll get your mic. Next
0: time, a little heads up. All right. He's <laughs> got baby pee going. <laughs> I nice.
2: got baby uh, goo all over me. He's like, I didn't
0: get a chance to do my research. Aww.
2: Yeah. You put him on the spot. Got him nervous. All right. Before we wrap up, I did want to bring this because – we are a podcast that we're trying to not just be sports, which to be able to talk about other stuff as well. So I wanted to bring up two shows that I watched, and I think everyone in this group group has. Um, one is The Mandalorian, and we can say that that put Disney Plus on the map and was an unbelievable branch on the Star Wars community i think we could all agree on that right game game changer for star wars
0: if you haven't seen the mandalorian by now i mean this is the star Star wars Wars fan
2: yeah yeah unbelievable and it's and it's a show i i never thought i would be intrigued by a branch off from the original stories but i couldn't wait for friday every week and i'm like don't talk to me 45 minutes nobody close the door (laughs) that's it i'm watching i'm watching mandalorian and it's, go ahead.
0: I was going to say, yeah, I agree. And, and you know, I, I really love the idea of these once a week series type um, Star Wars, whatever you want to call them, series now. And I, yeah. I want more. And I know they're putting more into production. I'm so excited for it, man. It's awesome. It's awesome. I, th- I think we all know, you know, everyone's got their feelings about the trilogy, the, uh, the sequels and didn't really cut it for us. And this is
1: totally, re- totally redeemed yourself. <laughs> Making up for it.
2: E- mandalorian right oh, I love it.
1: i love i loved every episode i i you know i love the story i love the actors you know throwing in bill burr like what the hell no, That's yeah, awesome! great great and you know most
0: favreau you know jumps in uh-huh. and puts himself in the he show is as
1: well. one of the best he's great. directors writers like that is out there so underrated like yeah. highly oh my god so many things yep. he's done and you forget <laughs> that he did like you know all the stuff he's done like the iron check man out I- check out his imdb you know it's insane
2: yep and the fact that he put he put Marvel on the map with yeah. Iron Man, starting with Iron Man, and then being a producer on pretty much all the main Avenger movies, and,
1: and acting in all the Spider Man movies and Iron
2: Man movies too. Yep, he's an actor. As uh, Happy, I forgot his last name. Happy, Happy Hogan. Happy Hogan, right? Um, and the other show, which I think Ethan, you did watch, and and Tom, I know, did watch show. it. Yes, it Gambit. No, Queens Gambit. It. I yeah,
0: yeah it. I know you were. Oh, say
2: okay. Next, next, yeah, up. my God, a chess show, chess where i go i couldn't stop watching nicole and i knocked it out in about two days we knocked out half and then the other half and it was yo i'm not gonna ruin anything for you not like there's a big spoiler but as far as the story goes from a to z was awesome awesome Mm -hmm. awesome i hope they don't make another season i hope it's just one season done and it was fantastic lots of fun really surprised
0: yeah, I'm right there with you. Who would have thought that a, a show about chess could have been interesting, but in terms of like a drama and putting everything together, fantastic storyline, well-produced. Um, dude, I give it a 10 out of 10. Coincidentally, yeah, I was listening to Carton and Roberts and that was one of the shows they mentioned. I was like, you know what? Like I saw it in the top 10 on Netflix. Let's let's give it a shot. And I loved it. Mando and I yeah. watch it every night.
2: The And the other one real quick, I just also wanted to bring up on HBO, the two-part series of uh tiger woods documentary is on hbo right is, is now
1: second part this week mm-hmm. coming up nice. i think
2: it's on sunday
1: oh, so and the I'll, first do, i maybe i'll just do back-to-backs on those
2: things. so we watched the first watch episode the on monday you know is it tiger hasn't, of hasn't of been is it in it yet
1: stuff? is it a lot of, is it just a lot of younger stuff like within training as a child and stuff
2: well what or he
1: is this... When is when? What is the time frame? Is this like his whole life, or is this so? Like, yeah, right. When he yeah. gets messed up and
2: everything, no, and he gets it's all. It, so the next episode is going to be all about the messed up stuff. But the and beginning battle. episode, yeah, Is like the first. Start yo, the first episode. What this guy was doing? You know, you forget he won four straight majors. He oh. won the U.S. Open. He insane. won the British Open. You, if you yeah, won if the PGA at, Championship and years, then the Masters. If you look at those years of all the he's the best the ever. He was winning
1: it, insane.
2: And he was doing it from when he was two years old. His father saw him and said, guess what? This kid's going to be the best player ever. <laughs> and he just kept drilling it and drilling it. He, You never saw the father, Earl, um, be more like a, like a drill sergeant on him. He just kept teaching him the game and made him practice and practice and practice. And it was really nice. And you know unfortunately next episode is going to start off with the girl that um uh started the um the whole that spilled all the beans about his infidelities and everything right, like that right. but you know that's the part i don't like you know yeah, tiger hasn't been a part gonna, of this yet
1: is he is he going to be on there like is i don't know i don't him? think
2: so this isn't are like he, the last dance
1: is this who is talking like who do they have narrating? like who are they yeah, or narrating it's, who, it's like a they, it's like, you know, like the,
2: yeah so it's like the last dance is
1: steve is steve the caddy on there
2: yes he's been yeah. on it oh right. yeah i can't wait I he was on steve it daddy. he
1: was on it his well, teacher kind of from when he was a, a kid bit. he turned on him a little bit steve it the
2: seems daddy. like all the people that did turn on him are are the stars of this documentary and tiger yeah, has not been like anything that. i don't like it either it's kind of like they're kind of it's, but, he,
1: but hbo's doing it so you got to think it's a little more legit but
2: still it's good it's just if Tiger was involved, where Tiger could say, "This is how I felt at this time." They just have old interviews of him on Oprah, on okay, talking okay. to Brian Gumble, all that kind of stuff. Brian Gumble's on it though, and he's good. Yeah. But it's it's been very good. Oh,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll definitely watch it. Definitely
2: yeah, check yeah, it out. It. So, all right, I think that's good for uh, our first Zoom dropping the ball podcast.
1: Yeah, can and, we'll see uh, back
2: and see how we sounded. <laughs> definitely, uh, Tommy, welcome can back. We, uh, to look forward here, to
0: I'll be here regularly it would be nice Hopefully definitely we'll, yeah, we'll get
1: down a schedule so we could all get
2: down a schedule. schedule so we may we may do podcasts where we just whims if sports world's going on crazy we'll uh yeah, pop yeah, on here, here. and Shoot. but we'll try and get the crew on get some more guys on obviously our friends you know and definitely do more you know anything that we can talk about sports and worldwide whatever whatever we can talk about especially if we get some guys that aren't sports fans on here just to shoot it yeah, have some fun in. that's uh, it
1: also uh our on our twitter is at podcast dtb and the, uh you find at dtb pod
2: and also happy to say we are on apple podcast now so all you have apple, to do if, anchor spotify yep. So, all you have to do is go on uh, Apple Podcasts, the app on your phone, and type in Drop in the Ball, and you will see us. And uh, we're rocking and rolling.
0: Happy hockey, everyone.
2: Happy oh, hockey. Yes. Welcome back. Rank Rangers tomorrow, tomorrow night, tomorrow. baby. That's Islanders. it. Baby. Yep. Got my Panarin jersey all set. You no got your Capo never. Caco ones. I
1: was wearing my Caco one last night for the, ho- for <laughs> for for the hockey draft. draft. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> all right, guys. All right. All it's right, been good. good we'll, we'll see you All soon. Right. See you guys later. Thanks for listening. Later.